What if all disease states, pain and discomfort, was the body's way of asking for help, wanting you to understand that something needs to change within your thoughts, feelings, or actions? Your body wants to let go of the stress it's been carrying and process all past emotional stressors so that you can create the life you deserve. This is Holistic Wealth. Hello, welcome back to the Holistic Wealth Podcast. This is your host, Alyssa Carmona, Holistic Health Coach. Today we will be discussing a very important topic on fatty liver disease. I once was told I had fatty liver and I have since reversed it completely. And I would like to give you advice if you or someone you know is struggling with fatty liver and wants to enhance, rejuvenate your liver, know that it is possible. What is fatty liver? Fatty liver is storage of extra fat in the liver. The liver does not like to store fat, and yet this storm of reactions is occurring due to malnourishment and stress that is storing extra fat. The liver wants to be nice, and porous, a nice clean filter. And with fatty liver, there's lots of lipids, fats clogging those pores. And before fatty liver or even liver disease in general was seen as an alcoholic's disease, but now even young ones, as young as nine, 10 years old, are getting diagnosed with fatty liver. And so there could be stress going on in the household of what they've been eating, but also the stressors that they're taking on from their parents. And so from young to old, fatty liver doesn't discriminate. It's happening in a range of um, age. And so we're going to discuss in this podcast what types of foods, nutrients is your body asking for to help resolve fatty liver. And also, did you know that fatty liver has an emotional component to it? which of course we will address and discuss the emotional component, my favorite part. And so first of all, the lipids that are getting stored in excess are things that have been difficult to digest. And so these are plant seed oils. So number one, if you are eating excessive amounts of plant oils, these are polyunsaturated fats. These fats are getting stored in the liver. And so there's been a big push in uh, the last 20 years with, oh, plant oils, they're so good for you. And thinking that these plants are better for us, these canola oils, sunflower oils, uh, margarine, that it's recognizable and lowers cholesterol. That's actually how the marketing went with them. Choose this over butter and lower your cholesterol. And so, yes, in nature, they are cholesterol-free. And so that's the, the scam marketing. This has no cholesterol, so it helps your cholesterol. It's a scam marketing technique. These are toxic to the liver, not good for the body, especially when there's stress in the body. It's like a double whammy. What your body does recognize is saturated fats. Saturated fats do get digested properly. 
and not stored throughout the liver. So number one, eliminate all the polyunsaturated fats from your kitchen. Yes, most restaurants are going to cook with canola oil, soy oil, um, even peanut oil. And so all these oils are very processed, cottonseed oil. All these oils come from plants or nuts, and they're very processed. They're polyunsaturated fats. No good. You want to get those out, switch those over to saturated fats, butter, coconut oil, and even saturated fats in egg yolks. These are going to be great for your body. Another really beneficial fat is going to be vitamin E. A vitamin E is going to help cleanse your liver. It helps dissolve the polyunsaturated fats being stored in your liver in the first place. So a vitamin E, a mix to coffrol, is preferred. And so another very important nutrient is choline. The liver is craving choline. If you have been diagnosed with fatty liver or you know someone with fatty liver, their liver is craving choline. So you want to increase your choline intake. Where do you get choline from? Egg yolks. Egg yolks contain choline. The need for choline is so important to make phosphatidylcholine. So the body needs this to help export fats from the liver. Choline is usually found in animal products, beef, liver, oysters, fish. And it helps correct the cells. It removes the cholesterol, if there's too much cholesterol, from the liver, helping the body use it as energy. It also, choline, aids methylation. So those of you, if you're struggling with methylation issues, you're not detoxing correctly, say you even have the gene snips of um, methylation issues, you're not detoxing correctly. You have to increase your choline intake. So it removes the cholesterol from the liver. Now, that takes us to the topic of cholesterol. Cholesterol is the steroid that stabilizes and it's like the equivalent to progesterone. It's very healing and calming. Every cell of the nerve, nervous system needs cholesterol. It helps with the communication pathways in the myelin sheath, signal to signal. How are your cells communicating? And so it protects the nerve endings, this compound, the cholesterol. And so the top choline foods to intake would be beef liver, raw eggs, that would be the yolk. The egg yolk has most of the choline. So you want to put some egg yolks into your smoothies. You will not taste it. You will not taste it. It's very easy to digest, blend it in your smoothies, your fruits, your berries, your protein powder. Blend this. You're not going to taste the egg yolks. Um, also, some nuts have high choline, macadamia nuts, pistachios. And so getting in minimum of one egg yolk a day is going to start reversing this. Liver and eggs have 10 times more choline than most vegetables. That's why I'm not going to list all the vegetables that contain choline. Yes, there are sources of vegetables. You just have to eat so many grams of it 
to actually be equivalent to the amount of choline in eggs and beef liver. You also want to increase your methionine if you are pregnant or plan to get pregnant. So choline and methionine are going to be very important nutrients to start ingesting. They're superior for you, especially when you're pregnant, before pregnancy, reversing fatty liver, keeping your liver in tip-top shape throughout your pregnancy. You want to be getting enough folate, B vitamins, choline in for sure. In my early 20s, I had a lot of stress going on. My polycystic ovarian syndrome symptoms at that time came became very apparent. They flared up. I gained 25 pounds. My triglycerides were like 300. My cholesterol was super sky high. I was studying nutrition. I wanted to help people with diet and exercise. And I went to the doctor and they told me, hey, your triglycerides, your cholesterol, super high. And their advice was clean up my diet. It was like, oh my gosh, I'm eating the best I can. It was just such a, um, a blow to me, like clean up my diet. And so it was, it was a very stressful time. My acne was its worst. My period was absent. I had hormone dysregulation. I felt terrible. I felt uncomfortable. And so this is where I really started studying this whole cholesterol mechanism and why my cholesterol was so high in the first place. I didn't understand why it was so high. I began researching this more and this really brought it down. I started adding and I was nervous. I was nervous to start adding in egg yolks. So you may be nervous. No, it's going to help. It's a lot of um, brainwashing that has been told that the cholesterol is bad. Egg yolks are bad. You have high cholesterol, avoid animal products. It's all BS. So I increase my animal products. I start eating three egg yolks in my smoothies every morning, raw egg yolks. And it started to come down pretty rapidly in about a month. <clears throat> I started to feel better. My triglycerides were lower. And so high triglycerides is a lot of fat is circulating in your um, arteries. And so it just, whew, it was a huge relief in my body. So something really important to understand is your liver and your intestines make 80% of the cholesterol in your body. 20% comes from diet. 80% your liver and intestines make, you produce this. Only 20 comes from the diet. Cholesterol is the mother of all fat molecules. It's super important for nerve health and healing. So if you're dealing with super high cholesterol, abnormally high cholesterol, the body is in a stress response to aid a current situation. So you, your liver is overproducing, your liver and intestines are overproducing cholesterol to help heal you. So how are you gonna tell your liver and intestines, hey, chill out, you don't need to overproduce anymore. You have to increase the amount that you're getting in your diet. So then the body, 
responds and says, oh, wow, I'm getting more cholesterol in, or she's intaking, he's intaking more cholesterol, then the liver and intestines chill out and stop overproducing the cholesterol. Another really important thing that cholesterol is for sex hormones. So for those of you who have little to no libido, this is going to assist your endocrine glands, your sex hormones, your ovaries, your testes to help produce balanced hormone production. So my progesterone was very, very low at this time. Didn't feel well. And so if you're a man, it's most likely the testosterone would be very, very low if your cholesterol is super high. It's a healing reaction. The body is trying to heal itself. Another thing that cholesterol does, it makes bile acids to help you break down fat. And so when you're getting it from your diet, it is going to break down fats. The triglycerides will come back to normal and um, circulation will be improved. So this little insulator of the nerves, the nerves always are shooting off an electrical impulse. And this cholesterol molecule insulates the nerves. So the, there's no shortages in the electrical impulses. And so if you're not getting enough liver to um, meet the basic requirements, and if you're depriving yourself of cholesterol, the liver is going to go into overdrive and overproduce the cholesterol. It's trying to heal the imbalance occurring within the body. Furthermore, why is this biochemical reaction happening in the first place? Why is this occurring? If one person has stress, they get super high cholesterol, another person doesn't, right? What is happening to the person um, who's having this high cholesterol? We have to go into the mind, mind-body connection. What is the stressor associated with the liver? What are the stressors associated with it? Well, in Chinese medicine, there are seven main emotions. Joy, anger, worry, thought, sorrow, fear, fright. So it is believed that the excessive exposure to anger, it's going to affect the respective organ. Anger is the emotion associated with the liver. So if you are often irritable, you get angry easily. You have trouble unwinding from the day's activities. You have trouble reasoning or seeing other people's perspectives. It can be difficult going with the flow and letting things go. Someone offended you and you're still thinking about it two days later, one week later, 10 years later. You are experiencing a liver imbalance here. Now note, the liver is the only organ that is capable of regenerating itself by making new liver tissue. So if you have fatty liver, know that you can reverse this. There is hope. Another aspect of the liver from the German New Medicine perspective on emotions, it is the brain stem that Dr. Hammer found that controls the liver. The brain stem. That's the survival brain. 
the first part of brain development. The conflict with the liver and the brain stem that Dr. Homer found was due to a starvation conflict. Are you experiencing a starvation conflict? Now, what do I mean by that? No, I'm not starving. I eat. Okay, well, there's different angles to nourishment and starvation. What are the cells believing? What are you believing about yourself? So the liver wants nourishment. That is the emotion of the liver. Wanting nutrients, nourishment. So there could be a conflict around starving or a conflict around food. Like I'm really, really hungry, but I can't have this. Most of us are not in a country where you are unable to access food. You have food at home. So what is happening now to the liver? It's like you have food. You should not be in survival mode, triggering the brainstem. It is usually the restriction of food. It could be dieting is creating this conflict. The liver wants nourishment. It does not have the nourishment. It's craving. The mind keeps saying, nope, there's a piece of cake. There's a donut. There's a brownie. You can't have it. You're not deserving. Nope, you're not going around that. That's bad food. So that's one aspect. Are you restricting yourself so severely that you find yourself starving? Or you're also telling yourself between meals, say you haven't eaten in four hours and you say, I'm starving. Watch your language. Your liver is listening. Are you truly starving? Are you hungry? Is it time to eat? Are you so stressed with work and your lifestyle that you're forgetting to eat? You're eating one meal a day. Now, the whole one meal a day has really been praised in the fasting community as though it's the healthiest thing for you. Not if you have fatty liver. Then the liver is going to go into a more stressed state that I do not have enough and I am starving. So that's something to go inward about and recognize. Are you creating this stressor in the liver with too much restriction from food? It also can be a conflict around money. Starving for more. Not having enough money. Do we have enough to pay the bills? And so for many men, we're seeing this occurring as Perhaps there's lots of stress on them if they are the main provider for the household. And so this creates that internal worry. Will we have enough to pay all of our bills? Will we have enough to pay for vacation and so forth? There is a drive and it's coming from a place of lack, not a place from abundance. We don't have enough and I have to work harder that can create a conflict in the liver. There's another angle of the liver, a conflict to do with being allowed to exist. Now this gets a little deeper and really sitting with yourself and asking, do I feel worthy to exist now? Do I feel worthy and deserving of abundance? 
abundance of nourishment, abundance of love? Do I feel supported with love and care? Or do I feel a great lack of support, love, and care? If you're feeling the opposite here, not feeling supported, not feeling loved, and not feeling cared for, this is going to stress the liver. Themes, keynotes around the liver. Remember nourishment, not just with food, but basic necessities. And so this will allow the brainstem to shift out of survival into thrival. So a few questions you can ask yourself. Do I feel worthy of existence? Do I feel worthy to nourish myself? Do I feel worthy to eat my favorite foods? Am I allowed to eat my favorite foods? Can I allow myself to eat those? Do I feel like life is a struggle? So what can you do? Become aware. You're listening to this podcast today. You're ready to take on knowledge and awareness on what your liver may be holding on to, what you can do to get rid of this fatty liver. Awareness is key to change. Be mindful of what you're thinking and repeating to yourself. That's a big one I hear people say if they haven't eaten. I'm starving. When are we going to eat? Your cells are listening. Get rid of that. The liver is listening. Change around the wording. Be mindful what you're saying as well around your children or to your children. How many parents say, no, put that item back. We do not have enough money for that. A child's brain is now perceiving that life does not contain enough nourishment, money, that life is a struggle to live in. If you are stressed with bills and constantly complaining about it, your kids are sponges and they are listening and they may be interpreting what you're saying to an exaggerated degree. And remember, this is not medical advice. This is my personal opinion on this matter and how I dealt with my fatty liver and was able to turn it around. <music>